Welcome to Inside Abode, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dave Jones, and welcome back. We have a great show for you today, and um, I'm excited. Season six, I really think, is the best season so far. Um, the diverse topics that we're going to be talking about this year and just everything, I'm excited. But before I get started with everything, you can subscribe, and guess what? It costs you nothing cents, like zero cents. Hit the subscribe button. We always try to have something on here that's hopefully entertaining and of value. And, uh, you know, other than that, we're just cool people. I mean, come come hang with the dopest people in real estate. I mean, why not? Anyway, let me just go ahead and start with a quick data point before we get into our guest today. Um, right now, we have obviously a shortage in our inventory. And uh, if you were to buy a house right now, a lot of the questions is, uh, you know, buying at the top of the market, quote unquote, in our area. And what we were talking about in our last meeting was, um, you know, prices in our area, specifically in the Pierce County area, have pretty much been on a steady rise since, I don't know, two, I'm looking at 2012. So let's look at the median price in our area in 2012 was $205,000, okay? Um, that is in October of 2012. Now, fast forward to January 2013, it actually dipped down to $199,000. So that's the median price in Pierce County. Now, let's go fast forward to 2018 in January. January 2018, 310,000. Let's fast forward to January of 2022, $524,495. So when we talk about whether you should get in the market or not, now, will these prices continue to climb even if it climbed $100,000, $200,000, and you wanted to stay in for about, you know, five years to 10 years, I think you're going to be okay. Um, you know, this just, a lot of times it's about asking, how long am I going to be here? What is, you know, what are my wants and needs? And just getting in the market, honestly, um, and not trying to time things. Uh, because if you just sit on it, chances are you're going to be in a good shape. Because in our area, land is scarce. We have water around us. We've talked about this all the time on the podcast. Anyway, that's the data for today. Uh, let's get into our first, not my first guest, <laughs> but it, let's get into our guest. So this person has recently just joined Windermere Abode, and we're excited. And he's been in the real estate industry for, wow, I want to say, three or four years. Um, so not new to the industry, but new to Abode and new to relatively new to the area uh enjoys playing volleyball staying active being in the community and has some other passions as well that i don't want to give away because then i'll give away who it is but ladies and gentlemen welcome spencer eisman hello <laughs> yeah so that was the that was the um so tell us a little bit about your self spencer yeah sure i mean for starters i'm a transplant to the tacoma area I uh, grew up in the great and open state of South Dakota, which I'm sure most people don't hear very often mm -hmm. out here, but grew up there, went to school in Iowa for about five years after high school, and then moved out to the Washington area in 2016. So you said five years after high school, you stayed out in South Dakota and then decided to come here? Yeah. Well, my undergrad school was a small town. Oh, Iowa, okay. Okay. So okay. What, same thing. <laughs> what prompted your move to, what brought you to the Pacific Northwest? Oddly enough, it was grad school. Okay. Um, 
went to Portland State for a brief term. Okay. Uh, really a full term. No, I was there for a term and then dropped right after that. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, Portland State for grad school. Man, and then you made your way up to Tacoma. Yeah. And, and was that just by happenstance, by a job, by a person? Like... I had a actually old college teammate. Oh, okay. That for volleyball actually lived in Covington, Washington. Mm, so that was okay. my, Covington. my escape from Portland. Yeah, was, yeah pretty brief so i had to find a place real quick and yeah that's where it was covington so man that's just that's a fascinating um yeah just a, it's interesting to see where people come from and what what they've seen so your your experiences and all of that really um i value that because i i don't know what it's like to live in south dakota i don't know what that you know i don't know what that world is like but mm-hmm. um so then once you got here you got into the real estate industry tell me about how that all took place like how'd you get in Yeah, I mean, so I thought I was going to be a career bartender and server in the area. I was working at a couple different restaurants here and there, and then just stumbled upon a marketing job in real estate. Oh, okay. I I could get into that, and my dad's an architect. My mom is an interior design, so I was like, "Mm, maybe I could get into that and watched a ton of HD growing (laughs) up and all that fun stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go, Yeah, and here I am now. (laughs) That's, That's cool. So what's your passion? You know, I like the creative side of pretty much everything. Okay. I'm pretty creative brained, I guess is what you could say. Uh-huh. Um, one of my degrees is in photography, actually. So oh. I, um, that's actually probably my biggest passion in life is just getting behind a camera. Oh. But marketing and business stuff has always been really interesting to me, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, double threat. You can, you can, a lot of people probably can. I mean, that's such a great skill to have, though, like just being able to tell your own story visually, I think, especially as we move forward. Um, yeah. Are you comfortable in front of the camera? Depends. <laughs> yeah. um, I think if I'm being directed in some way, I can get pretty comfortable yeah. in front of a camera, but I feel like I'm much more comfortable behind and being able to kind of frame things how yeah. I see them. Yeah. That's a... I mean, so much can be said by how someone sees the world. That's why I think it's interesting, like with social media and Instagram, it's interesting to see what people post. Totally. So like if I go to your, and this ain't, this isn't shade to anybody, but if I go to your site and it's a bunch of you, a bunch of faces of you, you know, that's an interesting, I I, I just think about like, huh, I wonder what this person is like. It's not a negative thing. I'm just... It's just a, yeah. And so if I go somewhere else and it's like someone's is a bunch of other people, I'm like, oh, they're just, they're kind of maybe someone who views the world maybe the same way that I do, totally. you know? Um, and so, because I realized like, oh, I don't have my face on much because I don't really like looking at myself for one. Mm-hmm. Um, for two, I just, I just like people. I, I, I think people are fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm one of those people that's always been kind of hypercritical, or at least of my appearance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of those things that definitely transfers into the social media world. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, I am too, but I've learned to, well, I guess what happens when you turn 40, you just have less Fs to give, you know, like if you empty out my pockets, I don't have any. Yeah, so, totally. um, and so basically like you just, I don't know. And I hope, and I think that one of the things someone said to me was, um, everyone hears you like that everyone sees you like that and so it's really just about me you know getting over my own self and my ego yeah and i that really just changed the way that i felt about being on video and then i was like well looks like i'll just be on video because this is what i sound like this is what everyone looks at me like even if i got something in my beard or whatever like 
that's real i mean that's probably the best perspective to have yeah i'm the only person that looks at me like that that's that critical you know i feel that yeah so i don't know it just really helped me so when you're like moving up here has the northwest been more accepted well you're you're in the lbgtq lbgtq community um and what has been your experience moving to the northwest you know in terms of acceptance and inclusion of the lbgtq lbgtq community yeah i mean that's a good question because where i grew up i don't think i was ever really comfortable being myself Mm -hmm. um in washington and the pacific northwest was somewhere that i always kind of sought after oh okay i was growing up i was like pretty yeah i want to be there but definitely i always had known it was a little more accepting of people like me right and and so and i don't know you you can answer this however you want but when was that when did you decide to come out like what was the deciding factor is that something that happened in your high school years it was was it something that you knew as a kid and you just had to kind of live a different life i mean yeah i i like to say that i've always known Mm-hmm. And I didn't come out until I was a freshman in college, actually. Okay. Um, I had had my first boyfriend and was finally, like, okay with myself at that yeah. point. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. But in high school and, like, even growing up in middle school and elementary, I feel like I just had to lay low and really be that person hiding. Not really hiding, but I couldn't be my authentic self. Yeah. Because I feared for my safety, really. Mm-hmm. And that's just crazy to think about because when I look at you, I look at you as someone that's younger and the world was probably more accepting at the time of, but it sounds like it clearly wasn't. I mean, certain places. Not, yeah, were, certain places. Yeah. South Dakota, not very much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had great friends. I had people that were supportive of me and I had come out to close friends and stuff in high school, yeah. but I wasn't open about it publicly. Yeah. And that's because, you know, now I look at like they have LBGTQ club at my son's middle school. And I was just like, that's cool. You know? And I know that, um, his fifth grade teacher was LBGTQ and she was, and then also we talked about the use of the word queer. Cause I want to say queer because LBGTQ is kind of like a, a, it's a mouthful. And I tend to like I gave you the nickname Spence because I like to just give nicknames to things because it's easier to say mm-hmm. one syllable. I want one syllable. So um, let me finish my last sentence. So, yeah, and and he had a, a, a gay teacher and she was outward about it. And I thought that that was the best thing on the planet, totally. you know, and I think that kids need to be exposed to that and know that they're seen and know that it's okay that you are what you are. It doesn't matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that's not the message I imagine that everyone wants to hear or wants their kids around. And right. I respect that. I think you're wrong, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's just interesting to hear you say that that wasn't your, your upbringing in a, as a, as a younger person. No, I don't think I ever had a person that identified in the queer community as a teacher or even as like a role model growing wow. up. Yeah. Not, not in sports, nothing like that. That's that's got to be a lonely feeling, um, for one. And I know the feeling because I grew up in a predominantly white area, and yeah. I was the only black kid. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of spaces, um, even now, as in the spaces I have to navigate, I'm the only one like me. And so it's I I understand that feeling of not being able to be yourself. But for you, it's even I imagine it's even it was even more kind of. 
Yeah, um, it was different. And I mean, I'm privileged in a lot of ways. Like I'm a cisgendered white male. Mm-hmm. Like, and for those that might not know what cisgendered means, it's I was born a male. Yeah. And that's what I identify as. Yeah. So, I mean, I see I definitely have more pr- privilege than a lot of people in our community. Mm-hmm. But it's still still interesting yeah it's it's funny you say that with the cisgender piece because like that's literally been a conversation at our dinner table like yeah our sons man if you want to if you they they are very uh informed on a lot of things at a very young age that's so incredible to me (laughs) because i didn't have those conversations till i was probably in college or out of college yeah well even pronouns like having my son um i just I was, we were just texting about something today and I went to look at his profile and he had his he, him on his, his pronouns on his, and he's a sophomore in high school. I was just like, that's dope. I love that. Like, yeah, that's just dope. And I think that, um, just acknowledgement, I think it's important to Mm -hmm. acknowledge. Um, so, so now you're, you, so you go through all that you're in, now you're, you've came out and now you're in the real estate space. Are there microaggressions or what type of microaggressions have you seen in the real estate space that even someone that's a realtor or someone in our office or another office might be listening to? What are some of the types of microaggressions you've seen in the space? Yeah, I mean, I think I've experienced it on both ends as a professional in the industry, but also as a um, prospective home buyer in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say client, I guess. But um, so when I first got into the industry, I'd say I experienced microaggressions pretty often Mm -hmm. Um, just for the location of the office I was in. I didn't really feel safe being where I was with a nose ring even Mm. because people would look at me or I get double takes and be like, oh yeah, I should kind of lay low a little bit, (laughs) not let it all out. But yeah, um, like I forget, where was your first question? So what are some other types of microaggressions that people might not see like for example when i got into real estate i was like there's door knocking right and that's Mm -hmm. a standard way to get business and i was like well i can't do that like i'm not i don't feel safe doing that i'm not going to do it so are there things that we kind of take for granted um whether how we teach it or whatever that you've seen that you come across and be like "Eh, that doesn't really apply to me you know, I'd say I definitely agree with the door knocking thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was something I was never comfortable with right away. Either, <laughs> yes. You're really putting yourself in front of people and you don't know who's going to open the door. Right. Like, kind of scary. Yeah. Um, but other microaggressions, I mean, just feeling you're being talked down to a little bit, uh-huh. even if people don't know your scenario or who you really are. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like that. No, I think that that's because um, everyone faces microaggressions no matter what mm-hmm. based on. Uh, appearance or whatever um but then there's other ones that are pretty um yeah they're pretty well i don't know just based on if once people know more about you they'll then make assumptions and or their biases come into play and the way they talk to you is different and the way they and i do that on like and i do it the opposite way almost like i don't tell people what i like i don't like to tell people what i do Mm -hmm. i just feel like oh yeah what's up my name is dave whatever and i'll just be in a room and just be me you know and and then people treat me like me and i like that mm-hmm. as opposed to like oh you're the, so and now all of a sudden people treat me different i don't want that like right. i don't even i don't it ain't like it's weird we're shallow mm-hmm. um and i say we me me myself included um so yeah i'm, I'm not perfect either 
think I have shallow tendencies. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm petty. I'm petty. Yeah. You know what? I got I got my <laughs> I got my own. What's what what do you? What's a guilty pleasure that you like? Is there something that you watch? Like, cause you you're an educated educated guy. Like you're very yeah. smart, obviously. And but are there any guilty pleasures that you have? That's like yeah, I, I I like for me it's Lizzie McGuire. I watch Lizzie McGuire. Okay. I watch Jesse. I watch. I mean, I like a Disney like. The Thunderman, the Thundermans. Um, you know, I can go down the list of all these like random Disney, like that sitcommy. People are laughing and it's funny, and I'll just, I don't care which one it is, I'll watch it. That's why I mess with the Pauls. Okay. Like I, I mess with the Pauls because I used to watch them on Nickelodeon or whatever. Like, so anyway, hmm. I'd say, I mean, Disney movies are always a guilty pleasure. Especially <laughs> yeah, old ones, yeah. Like, good throwback, but I mean pretty obvious for the community but i'm pretty obsessed with rupaul's drag race <laughs> oh it's yeah also let me kind of fall into my gayness a little more i mm-hmm. would say just because it feels a little more normal and yeah yeah just self-expression is so much more easy after watching people do it like that yeah that's cool yeah um and i think you're you know you're at a point in your life where you're gonna just even go into that more i think it's gonna be really fun to watch you evolve as a as a person mm-hmm. you know and i think that's because when you're in a space that at least, um, and I know this as as a black man, when you're in a space that allows you to be you or celebrates you for you, you start to evolve into the true version of yourself, what you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I really want that for Winnemere Boat or anybody that's here, no matter if yeah. they're gay, white, black, purple, yellow, if you like cars and you want to be accepted for your car fit, I, great. Yeah. Like, um, so I think that that's, that's what I'm really excited for you. Um, in terms of your business, like, do you, what's your focus for your business and do you, what are you going to bring to the real estate space that you feel is lacking or do you feel like you're going to, um, that you, do you want to fill a space here? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of why I got into the industry to begin with. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were, I was perspective, a perspective buyer with my now fiance, who's a man. Mm -hmm. And there were times when we were going through the buying process wondering if we could actually put both our names on the application Mm. or offer any of that because there's still a lot of bias out there yeah and um i know the lgbtq plus community has a lower home ownership rate than the national average Mm. and then i know we were just talking about this earlier but there's 27 states in the country that don't have housing protections Mm -hmm. for gender identity and sexual orientation yeah and there's not a huge presence of people in the community and i know just from hosting open houses that lots of queer buyers are seeking out Mm -hmm. queer agents to help them because they can relate on whatever level Mm -hmm. they feel safe well even just something you just said about um you know putting something on a loan putting your names on a loan doc like i i don't even Mm -hmm. like most people don't even think about that yeah and that's huge that's that's yeah and just i hope people listen and just have even if you just have empathy towards the fact that not being able to be yourself your true self and i don't think a lot of people who experience that um hope they do because like doing something as simple as getting alone and having to worry about that is just not a world that i want anybody to live in totally and it's like home ownership is such a great vehicle for people to build wealth mm-hmm. and there's so many marginalized communities that have less of an access to it without right a huge knowledge of it 
Man, that's that's big. So I'm looking forward to watching you evolve. And you've already closed your first deal already. Like we got you. I mean, man, you you brushing your shoulders off over there. I yeah. see you a little bit. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm really excited to. I think you're going to be great, and I think you're you you have all the tools and skills to to really knock it out. And um, you know, but before we get out of here, we got to start. We got to do our hot take uh, session. So, are you ready for? hot take i hope so <laughs> okay so i'm gonna answer i'm gonna give you five questions and they're just gonna be you know this or that and i just want you to answer and just we'll see what we'll see what come up all right here we go hot take pants or shorts pants mm, okay tiktok or instagram instagram oh <laughs> i sense some hesitation there a little there. bit of a i mean i like to do Yeah, you spend, I spend a lot of time on TikTok. <laughs> uh, going for a run or playing a sport? Playing a sport. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Oh, no Backstreet Boys, huh? Why NSYNC? I think there's just more bops. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do They do got more, more bops. bops. Yeah. yeah. Justin Timber. JT kind of puts them over the top to me. Like, like he's, he's, I mean, and then they had, NSYNC did have bops. Like, they both had bops to me, though. Right. Like, I think oh, they, yeah. they I both had. Backstreet, yeah, they both had bops. But grapes or apples? Apples. All right. Well, that's it. You know, like congratulations. <laughs> you just you just graduated from hot take. Um, yeah, I like I like the. Uh, I, I think that's that's interesting. It taught me a lot about you. Um, <laughs> how can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about you, or have you helped them buy a house or sell a house? Or yeah, um, so I'm trying to be pretty active on Instagram and it's just my name Spencer underscore Eisman or you can text me at 253-254-6044 I mean calls are good too but texts are easy I get it or just simply Spencer at Windermere.com all right cool well we'll have all that information down in the comments below and that's it for this episode and then make sure that you hit that subscribe button for more we will be back next week with more information more real estate stuff more everything so with that thanks for listening and we'll see y'all next time peace